Hey there, John Morris here, johnmorrisonline.com. Welcome back to another episode of The John Morris Show. So I got this from Jason via email. He said, it would be great if you can tell the different niche markets within the web development field and how to change the market. And this is This is actually something I get a decent amount when I talk about picking a niche and so forth within web development instead of and specializing instead of marketing yourself as a generalist and so forth. But here's the thing. There is no list. That's not how this works. Uh, a niche is really, it's a subset of a market. It's a group of people. It's about people. It's human beings. So and it's a group of people who all want a similar thing. A membership site, a landing page, a business website, a real estate website, whatever it is. It's just a group of people who want a similar thing. And like any market, any group of people, people as a whole, it's constantly changing and evolving and needs and wants and all that stuff, just like people do. So today, everybody wants a social network. Tomorrow, social networks are lame and they want landing pages. The next day, it's a membership site. The trick isn't knowing the list. You don't even need to know the whole list. You just need to know one niche, your niche, really. But it, it's not about knowing the list. It's it's about knowing how to figure it out and then how to position yourself as an expert in that niche so you soak up all the work. That's really all this is. I mean, in, in concept, it's really simple. But there's some specific things you, you got to do in, in order to do that. So, again, it's not a list. It's a process. And... Now, I kind of learned this the hard way. This is actually what got me on this early on in my career. At the time, I didn't feel like it, but I was probably lucky I went through this because I I learned it the hard way in a very direct and crystal clear way, and I've never forgotten it. So when I first started in web development and actually start, started trying to get hired, you know, around that time, everything was still pretty text-heavy because of internet speeds and so forth, and it was... It was just getting to the point where speeds are, were fast enough that it didn't take like an hour to download an image and all that. So the big thing at the time was um, the move from mostly kind of text-based websites into more image-heavy and, and, and image-driven websites. And, you know, we I think at that time people were just kind of – Photoshop was just kind of starting to become a thing and we were starting to see what we could do with images on the web since the speeds had got to a point where we could do that. And so I learned all of that, and I was good to go for about six months. <laughs> and then shortly after that, things were moving very quickly back then. WordPress hit it, and then Joomla and Drupal and all these. I don't know the exact timings of all of those things, but to me it seemed like all of this stuff hit kind of all at the, at the same time. And before I knew it, the big thing became database-driven websites. That became kind of the buzzword. And that suddenly every client that I had, that's what they wanted. And I had no clue because what I had really done was learn how to use front page and how to put together an image-driven website using front page. I hadn't actually learned any of the code. And so I wasn't able to do it. I lost a lot of clients and, I mean, I basically went out of business. Now, the changes that are happening on the web today... They aren't as drastic as they were back then. That's not to say things aren't moving fast, but the the web was so new back then and the internet, all of it was just so new that the changes were just constantly coming and they were drastic. Things aren't quite that way today, 
but it is still always evolving. And and people are always evolving. Clients, their needs, their wants, where where they kind of shift their focus from time to time. It's always changing. So what's hot today will be old news tomorrow. I, just think of responsive web design. Was it not even a year or two ago, maybe three years ago? You, you couldn't bat an eye without someone preaching to you about responsive web design. Now it's just kind of a given. You don't, I mean, it's not even a thing really. You still do it. But it's not this just big, huge movement like it was at that time. And that's just kind of how things go. So it's not the list. It's learning the process. It's about keeping your fingers on the pulse of the market, understanding how to do that, and then understanding how to take advantage of niches when they're hot to be able to suck up all of that work. So in any case, this is just one example of many of the things that we talk about inside of my Get Paid to Train Code training series on Patreon. It's the how to make money uh, at this side of things, the thing that is kind of taboo to talk about and to some people, and you don't see people talking about as much. And again, I've learned a lot of lessons the hard way to be able to have been working at home now for the last, I think, seven, eight years. There's a lot of little kind of subtle things like this that I've learned along the way. Uh, processes, approaches, all of that, that make all of the difference. Oftentimes, the difference between where you're at and where you want to be in terms of, of this side of things is just a little tweak in how you're saying things, how you're approaching things. Things that you don't think necessarily matter all that much actually are the critical factor in whether or not someone hires you or not. And so it's about seeing it from that side of things, seeing it from the client's perspective. And again, just a lot of things I had to learn the hard way that you don't have to. So if you want to, if you want an easier and faster path to making coding your full-time living, then this is, in my not-so-humble opinion, one of the best ways that you can do that. Now, decide that for yourself, but all the details are at johnmorrisonline.com slash Patreon. And whatever you do, stop looking for the magic list when it comes to niches and how to market yourself and so forth. It's not about the list. That list does not exist. I mean, you could take a snapshot of it at this particular time, probably, but in a month or two months or three months, it's going to be totally different. And you're just going to constantly be stuck searching for that list. It's Kind of the old old saying, you give a man a fish, he eats for a day, you teach him how to fish, he can eat for a lifetime. And so what I want to teach you is how to fish, how to, I want to teach you the process for doing this. So again, the list, it doesn't exist, stop looking for it, it's about the process. All right, that'll do it for this episode. Again, thanks for watching. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe wherever the button is, and we'll talk to you next time.